What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You are tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. It is Friday, so you should be grabbing one shortly. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Again, if you want to participate in the show, I've told you that the uh, phone lines are under construction. Might be a little delayed on that as well, too, is what I'm thinking, but we're working on it. Uh, but you can go ahead and interact with the show by, if you want to stream the show live, you can go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, LLC. Or you can go to my personal page and you can stream the show there. You can leave comments. Uh, you know, I'll read those and react to those during the show if I see them. If I don't, I'll react to them later. Also, keep in mind, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at sports grind you can follow me on twitter if you want to tweet at me during the show or uh jonas usually he's the one that'll see it first and then uh let me know and also keep in mind if you ever miss any of the shows live you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast daily seven days a week 24 7. you know um yeah so there you go mr clark what's up man you ready yes sir ready rock and roll all right, so it's Friday. We're going to end the week uh, strong. You know, we kind of had a short week. Um, I'm back. I'm pretty much at 90%, 85% if I'm feeling better. So it's been one rough week for me personally. But, hey, you know, it is, uh, it's playoffs. You got to play through it. You got to play hurt. Uh, but we're here for you. Also, a little programming note, uh, we've got uh, a new affiliate to announce. We'll announce that probably in the last segment of the show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We've got somebody else coming to the uh, Sports Grind family. You know, we just added El Paso, um, you know, 1380 Fox out on Paso. So we've got somebody else to go ahead and come into the family as well, too. Matter of fact, I just did a uh, promo interview on their uh, their station. That was one of, uh, 19 years or whatever doing that. That's like one of my first ones I've ever did. You know, it's never been that thing to me, but that was interesting. So I'll let you know what's going on with that. Uh, but also, uh, what else? So we've got a lot to get to, man. Of course, it's going to be, um, divisional round weekend heavy, uh, try to get to as much of it as we can. You know, they say this is the greatest weekend of sports. One of them, especially when it comes to football, um, with all the matchups, you know, that we have, and we got some intriguing ones, but definitely want to talk about that. Um, college, you know, some college news, uh, coach prime has done it again. Coach Prime pretty much has flipped another recruit. Okay. Now, this kid, yeah, this guy was, um, he's the top recruit in this class, one well, of the top corners in this class. And I think he had a commit, if I'm not mistaken, to Miami, to the University of Miami. But Dion went ahead and flipped him. And I know this, this is going to mean that Prime, Coach Prime, has the top cornerback recruit in 2022. And now he has the top cornerback recruit in 2023. I mean, think about that. How hard do you really think it is for Coach Dion? Uh, well, Coach Prime, excuse me. Don't want to, you know, wanna, Coach Prime. I mean, I know him as Dion, man. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I was, that was one of my idols growing up. But how hard do you think it really is for him to go beat out anybody in the country? 
Alabama included, Georgia included, all the top dogs into someone's living room or on the phone to Zoom, however they do it now with this recruiting, when it comes down to that position in the cornerback position. You're talking about the GOAT. I've, I've told you, you know, we, especially I would say in the last 12 to 13 years, we, our society has really been, you know, bombarded with the discussion. And a lot of it has to do with social media and the new age internet and all that. But we've been bombarded by debates of who's the goat in certain sports. You know, of course, the big one's always been basketball with Michael Jordan is LeBron, but it's kind of leaked out in all this. And I've always said there's only two in the, in the NFL. And I would really think you could say anywhere in all sports and probably maybe not hockey, because I think, you know, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, I think he's still, you know, even though the uh, Russian has something to say about it, he's pretty, he's, he's coming oh, close. Mexican? Yeah, he is from Russia, right? I think he is from Russia. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I always say the wide receiver and the cornerback position in the NFL, the two debates that I don't think is that arguable about who the GOAT is. I think the receiver one is getting – that's always been the one that's hands down. It's not even debate. It's I don't care what area you lived in or what you said. It's always – it's Jerry Rice. Now, I think personally, as we've seen some guys get inducted in the Hall of Fame, I think, you know, you can you can look at a Randy Moss and look at that and look at his numbers. And, of course, you look at Teal. But I think Hansi, it's always been Jerry. And that's why I feel it's been the cornerback position. And Dion, how, how hard is it for him? As far as I'm concerned, as long as he's at a power five, which he is now, and he's at Colorado, um, he's going to be able to he's going to be able to get the top two cornerbacks in the country almost every time. It's going to be an unfair advantage. You know, I can't wait to get that Buffalo hat, that Colorado hat. You know, I'll let you know now because I because it's one of those situations. They're going to be they're going to be winning here pretty soon. It's just the way it is, you know, uh, but props to him. He's done it again. And, you know, with this is going to become some enemies because and this is just the game we're in with this whole, you know, just a verbal commit. But you know what? I ain't signed anything yet. Yeah, well, go ahead and just flip. You can go ahead and do that. Oh, the transfer portal. Oh, the NIO money fell through. Oh, okay. Well, no, I don't want to go there. But Coach Prime has done it again. Also, um, before we leave the college scene, Michigan, which I kind of I didn't get too much into this the other day, but I mean today they kind of made it official. Uh, but they went ahead and fired their um coach. I think he's an offensive uh Co-offensive. Co-off. Okay, Matt Weiss. I, I wonder if that Charlie Weiss's son. I don't know if anybody else can check on that. I'd, I'd see that name. I wonder if that's Weiss's son for some reason. Maybe not. But yeah, they went ahead and fired Matt Weiss. This is amid the investigation. Um, now this is called this whole penalty that they violated from the NCA is called uh, computer crimes or something like that. It's a weird. Like I'm thinking, like why do we have to have something that serious? So that sounds serious. You know, that sounds like somebody's going away from time because you've been convicted of computer crimes. But when it comes down to it, I think this still has something to do with, with recruiting a little bit in regards to a certain a while you have. But that's what they call it, computer crimes. But they let them go. And, it, and what it sounds like to me, there's going to be a couple other people that's going to probably take the fall of this instead of old Mr. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. Because, you know, of course, we know he's coming back to Michigan. You know, these were minor fractions, but the 
severity of it. And, and to this now, as we speak, Jim still hasn't admitted that he's lied to the NCAA or he didn't tell anything truth. And Jim's one of those guys that looks to me from what I've seen from afar, what I've you know seen him handle. Once he believes something or he didn't do anything, you're not convincing Jim any other way. But, you know, we'll see how serious the penalties are, what the investigation or how many other coaches lose their job. But I'm like, man, if this was all going on, if a new contract extension and new money is not coming here pretty soon to coach Harbaugh, I'm like, what did you stay for then? I, and, and again, I get it. That's where he played. He's got ties there. That's family. I get it. But I'm just saying with all this swirling, this would have been to me, I think, the perfect time to exit stage left. What were you going to say, John? Well, just really quick on what those um, fraudulent uh, – what those fraudulent uh, – what that it, the offense is – is it's fraudulent activity involving someone accessing university emails accounts without authorization. So whether that's stemming around recruitment or whatever, that's the official uh, from the University of Michigan Police Department crime logs uh, regarding the report of computer access crimes. Or I'm at Weiss. That still sounds so serious. I mean, what did he do? Get I mean, he went and checked somebody's email or somebody forward, or he found like, oh, somebody left the windows open. Somebody left the password open. I mean, it, or or like, uh, it could be sent. I, this is me projecting here. Uh, not definitely not a crime guy, but yeah. this also sounds to me like maybe if you wrote an email on behalf of somebody and you pretended to be that person, you're writing the email on their behalf without authorization. Again, being the key part from the the report there. Um, it could be as something as simple as that, or it could be a lot more intense. What was my man's uh, head coach? He was at uh, Liberty. I think he got, he was at Ole Miss. Uh, Hugh Freeze. Hell, well, he could have been. He, Hugh Freeze was ordering adult toys and porn stuff for the from Ole Miss campus computers amidst his whole, you know, suspension and investigation and uh, recruitment violation. I knew it the day that they came out that they came out of the blue and had the number one overall recruiting class. I forgot what year that was. I knew that was dirty. I'm like, man, it's been forever since Eli played there. Who else has come to him? Man, I, that was just a joke, you know. But um, so on the computer, got him fired. Okay. We'll see. Because, again, a couple weeks ago before Jim made the decision to stay at Michigan, I know that there was reports out there saying that, this was going to be minor, but it's got kicked up a notches because, you know, it was the cover up. It was Jim trying to mislead the NCAA investigators down a wrong path. Like, what? Who? No, man, he left like two years ago. He ain't here no more. You know, like what did my man uh, Chris Tucker say in the Charlie Sheen movie? Like, yo, are you so? No, nah, he did. I'm like, what? Jim just in denial, you know, but again, could have left, man. Could have left. But anyway, so you've got college going on. Also, um, what else? Continue. College basketball continues to roll on. There's some good matchups tomorrow. I mean, we, because it's a divisional weekend, we won't be able to look at them, but we will start looking at Saturday college ma basketball matchups to get everybody. You tune into this show during this time, you'll be prepped a little bit for your, your brackets when they come out in March. You know, when you're at work, and everybody, hey, man, we're going to do a bracket. Yeah, just give me one. If you listen to the grind between this time, you'll be like, hey, man, Calvin said something about that team that plays in Mo Valley Conference. Who the hell is watching Mo Valley basketball? People like Mattress Mac, 
a.k.a. the degenerate gambler. Mattress Mac is back at it. Oh, Mac has put $2 million on Dallas to win. This to me, is it's, it, it was cute a few years ago. It's a hell of a marketing tool. Okay, I've never bought a mattress. I've never been to Mattress Max store in Houston anyway. Um, I hear he's a good man. He's done a lot of stuff for that community. You know, when old Joel Osteen, when it was flooding, like, no, you can't come into this church, man. I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's not what I said. You know, Mattress Mac was taking people into his store. Joel Osteen making calls from that from about 30,000 feet up in the G5. God told me, I'm going to be with God told me to get this one. And it ain't just Joel Eastie, man. You got to look TD, TG, uh, TD Jakes, Creflo Dollar. I look, I'd, in my opinion, the people that know me, I love money. But I'd rather basically go take my chances, go to church once a year, take my chances at the pearly gates when it's my turn, because I got the gift of gab. I can talk to certain, hey, man, look. Hey, God, somebody in line, I know, hey, man, you owe me back from like 1990, man, let me in. The truth of the matter, I'd rather take my chances instead of basically become almost, you talk about what we talked about yesterday in yesterday's class, generational wealth off of preaching the book. Like, come on, man, come on, you know? But like I said, we can blame this on Mel Gibson. He let everybody know that there's big money in religion, man. There's big money in it. Hell, I even think he's coming I think out with that's the passion been out before before Mel Gibson. Yeah, but Mel, that the Jonas. But I go back to that time. You gotta think. There was, you know, you at that time, Mel Gibson was a big time actor. Okay, and you know, of course, he was behind director. You know, Braveheart. You know, I've yet to sit down and watch that movie from start to finish. Now that's uh, the one I have seen. I'm pretty sure that's your type of movie, though. I know you've seen that. I wouldn't even ask you. I know that. I mean, you you like that kind of stuff. You like that medieval and all that kind of stuff. So he was behind the director, but Mel Gibson was a hell of a actor, you know, just as well, not saying that he's a great actor, but his his star power. But he became behind the director. There was movie, big movie companies that turned that down to do that because of controversial. And when he did it, it was like, yo, we hadn't really seen nothing like that before on the big screen. But Mel said, OK, nobody helps me. I'll go and put my own money up. Merchandise. It's not even what it did at the box office. I'm talking about what it did with lunch boxes, books, T-shirts coffee mugs, ice chests, you know, everything. And, and yes, you can go way back to either corrupt people even before that people will call on TV, call this number, you know, you can be healed. Yes, but Mel put it out on Front Street and it just went on to a whole nother level. But regardless, back to the point, I'd rather take my chances instead of doing that. But Mattress Mac, I it, it's it's old already. And I'm tired of the major websites reporting on it. He's a good guy. He does a lot for the Houston community. But they, make no mistake about it, he's a wealthy man, but he's a degenerate gambler. That's all it is. I mean, he, he I mean, first of all, he didn't lose he lost his ass on the national championship game. I don't know. That was betting that's I'll tell you right there, that was with his heart. And to put two million on dollars which I'm pretty sure that was on the money line. So that's positive money. I don't know what he could get, but come on, man. But yet, do I want to hear about the guy? It's about one, one and a quarter mil. Okay. Do I want to hear about the guy who's holding a 12-team parlay ticket that he paid $10 for that if he hits, it's going to be like 800 Yes, let me hear about that because you hear more about all that stuff as sports gambling has taken on this country and has continued to spread. But I'm beat down with the Mattress Max stuff. And he's about to be on a losing streak. It's about to be about the fourth, fifth bet. His ass and probably lost. But we'll, we'll get Houston. to that. 
he had uh well yeah well no well he had yeah he had the astros but he came back you're right you're right but then he lost the astros last year because he bets every year i want to see where his wife i, I want to know how long he's been with his wife i like to have her interview to be like hey man you know when did this start you know, because at first it was a genius marketing plan. Because you just say, hey, man, I'll give everybody their matches. Bring your receipts in. Astros win. Everybody get that free match that you bought to me five months ago. It's free. The people got insurance for those type of promotions. But then this has gone on to be some more personable, you know. And this guy makes these bets like at two or three casinos. I've got sources of people I've talked up there. There's there's different casinos. But some of me flies over to Louisiana and puts the bet down as well, too. Also, man, we definitely got to get to DeJounte Murray, man. Got loose on all the smoke podcasts. We got to talk about that as well, too. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Jonas Clark spending the one and twos in this R&B Friday. And, yes, for our new listeners out in El Paso, 1380 Fox Sports, we have R&B Fridays on Friday. It's been a you know staple of the show since day one. Uh, well, not day one because it wasn't on five days a week then, but, you know, that's kind of what we do. Because, uh, first of all, and I've thought about doing away with, but I'm like, no, nah, I can't, man, because the genre is dead. I mean, it's just dead. It's just like, it, and for no reason, there's no explanation to it, like real R&B music, you know. But anyway, this segment here is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, if you're looking to check out what's the latest new products coming in or if they're seasonal or you just want to order for same-day delivery, make sure you go to specsonline.com because the fun starts here. That is Specs, their official sponsor of the Sports Grind and the official partner of your Dallas Cowboys. 
who's going to leave our stadium. What do you got? Well, really quick, I, I do want to and welcoming in El Paso. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be welcoming in somebody, uh, another another crew here later on today. Yeah. Um, but if you if there is R&B that you feel you know, you're like, hey, I want I, you guys could run this. Tweet at Sports Grind. Yeah, let us know. Message Jonas. He's the one that said that. That wasn't me putting that. You know, message him. And, you know, I get not not that I don't mind messages or whatever, but you know, from time to time, it might take a while to reply to it, but request to eat that's on him you know we'll update right? the playlist yeah you know um but anyway all right so yeah so let's monitor that thing in michigan man we'll see how that plays out um also uh what else we got nba all right which i want to get to we're gonna wait because this is division around weekend i want to get up to we were it was happening almost in real time i didn't know about it yesterday till i got off the air but i do want to talk about Dejounte murray's comments on all the smoke podcasts with Barnes and uh, three stacks, aka Stephen Jackson. Okay, uh, we have some clips from that. I definitely want to talk about that. We'll probably get into that at the top of the next hour, uh, or second hour, or second segment, or something. But other NBA news. You know, last night we had action. Last night it was a re. It was round two of the rematch of the NBA Finals. Golden State went on the road uh, to Boston, and they lost that game last night. I watched that game, and you know. It's, I took some crazy things from that game. First of all, he got it going, but there's something about Golden State with Tatum. He he struggles with them. You know, I mean, he got hot in the fourth quarter. Of course, they came. I mean, Golden State kind of collapsed in the fourth quarter. They were controlling that game from start to finish. So that stood out to me. I'm like, it's something, you know, it's Wiggins does a pretty damn decent job on him. Uh, you know, he's come a long way, man. I mean, Wiggins is just – Last year was really the year. Him being a champion in the run they had, I took the soft title off of him. He was soft in Kansas. Most guys that come out of Kansas is soft. Sorry, Rob. You know, the Morris twins, that's why they try to act so tough. Because, like, man, nobody else is – everybody else looks weak in Kansas. Let's just – don't want no problem with us. Hold me back. Anybody fighting in the NBA really no more anyway. But Wiggins does a good job on Tatum. The other thing I took away from that game, you know, Golden State, it's well documented. And this has been a problem through this dynasty run and not, but it's really been a problem really in the last couple of years. And it's a problem this year. They turned the ball over at a high clip more than probably anybody in the National Basketball Association. And the thing about yesterday, and I see this, and this goes by why still this team hasn't run a road game against like a top opponent, like against a playoff type opponent. They, I thought they were going to do it last night, but they gave it away. And, you know, when I was watching that game, it, it's really their lack of like focus this early on in the season, it's it's hard. And, and, and if you saw from the get-go, the way that game started, it was like, hey, this is a TNT game. This is this. We only play this team twice. You know, they only, this is the last time they're going to play unless they meet again in the finals. Golden State blew the doors off of them in the first matchup, and they jumped on it. But it was like, you know what, man? We thought y'all were going to be ready to fight back. And it's like, oh, we're taking care of it. And next thing you know, turnovers start. Pull, you know, lying on threes. Nobody's taking to the basket. And all of a sudden, you know, Tatum starts making shots. Jalen Brown struggled a little bit, but he started making shots there. He hit a three to really tie it up, uh, you know, to even send it into overtime. 
Uh, but there, it, it's their lack of like, it's hard to stay engaged when you feel that you still are going to be the best team. And I do feel that Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, I definitely think that that has had effect on this season and just the chemistry, you know, um, Scott Van Pelt had a very interesting two-part interview series with their uh, president of basketball operations and GM that really took some nuggets to it. We're not have time to get into that right now, uh, but it's just, that's what I take. And I think that's what the problem is with the Golden State Warriors. At the end of the day, they will be there. They'll be there at the end. I, I meant to bring this up yesterday. I know I've been talking and saying, Hey, you know what, man? I still don't believe in the Nuggets. Still don't believe in the Nuggets. Nuggets got an impressive win the other night against the Minnesota Timberwolves, which is really, in my opinion, taking a step back this season. I'm not a believer in their coach. I think they caught lightning in the bottle. You know, their phenom, uh, you know, rookie last year. What's my guard's name? I uh, forgot my name. There's like the second best player behind Towns. Forgot my man's name. But um, Anthony, Ed, there you go, Edwards. Uh, too much chilling out, too much Sam Rothstein offseason, man. He, he's, he's not even, in my opinion, I don't know what his stats look like, but it just seems like he's not jumping out the page consistently as he was last year. But I've got to give the Nuggets credit, man, because they were at home, but they were coming on a back-to-back. They were coming off a back-to-back, and they dug deep. They, they finished that game on a 9-0 run to keep their 8-9 game, whatever, winning streak alive. They've got the best record in the West. I'm really going to dive into them in the second half of the season. I, I To me, and maybe the reason why I'm be prejudging or not giving them the love or, you know, saying I don't know about them because I just I'm I'm predetermined about their their big three. They really don't have it, in my opinion. I mean, Joker is probably going to win a third straight MVP unless he gets hurt or unless Luca just gets crazy. And again, unless Tatum just does. But what he's doing, I'm going to really dive in and I'll be able to tell you. By the time we get to probably by February is a short month. Okay. Um, I'll be able to tell you probably by the end of February how I really feel like, okay, man, maybe they are different. So that's what's going on. We'll take a look at tonight's schedule a little bit later. We get time. What do you got? Really quick, I want to back up to the Timberwolves because that's one of the teams that I do like because I'm a big fan of Carl Anthony Towns. I like the way that he plays. Would love to see him down uh down here and in, in uh silver and black, but um when you talk about Anthony Edwards not popping off the page this year, I think some of that, especially in, oh, recently, has been as you come to the middle, midway of the season and teams are still just, just seems like they're trying to get their feet under them, most of the teams in the NBA still. Right. But Cat's been out um, since, what, uh, November? Uh, you were without Rudy Gobert the other night. So you're missing talent around him. And I feel like sometimes – if. You, if it's all on him or maybe he's trying to do much, you pop out less. Okay. You make a point there, but I felt this even before Towns got hurt and even before that. Because first, remember, I told you the Rudy Gobert and Towns thing, I don't care if they're 100%. It doesn't work, in my opinion. They don't yeah, fit on the court. It just looks awkward. Number one, either one of them. I mean, Towns a little bit better, but either one of them really have to go-to go post move. The big man. Like, Rudy Gobert has no post moves whatsoever. That didn't make any sense to me, and it didn't really make their defense that much better. I hear what you're saying, but I felt that about them in the first three weeks of the season. But we'll circle back around the NBA. Let's get to divisional round weekend. We've been that's why I've been trying to use every day to touch on this because I know, like, hey, we won't have time to reach everything by the time we close out of here on Friday. Uh, but before we get into that Dallas and 49er matchup, because that's a real, you know, simple to me in regards to the keys to both, not just 49ers, but Dallas's keys to victory. We'll get to that soon. But we're getting news this morning that in that the, the one that I told you yesterday 
okay, that I told you that was going to be a slobber knock. All right. Cincinnati and Buffalo. We're finding out that the that the Bengals are going to be without two starting offensive linemen for this weekend's game. Now, if you're paying attention to keeping score at home, this means, according to my math, that means they're going to have three out of five starting offensive linemen on this team that's not going to play in this game. I still think it's going to be a competitive, tough game. But if I am a Cincinnati Bengals fan, just say if I'm flipped 2 0, because he's like the only Bengals fan in this region. Okay. But if 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 I'm going to say if I'm flipped 2 0, that is a concern to me. And I'll still say this they proved me wrong, regardless what happens to them this weekend, because I didn't even have them probably getting this far. So I, I take my L on that one. I still don't like the way they still haven't addressed this offensive line for the long haul enough for me when you got a guy like Joe Burrow. If you got a guy that's showing up in trench coats and sunglasses and, you know, firing up stogies in the locker room on victory cigar, you want to protect that guy. I mean, he's already tore his knee up once that that cost him his rookie his first year. You, they got to protect him. This is a sign, regardless what happens this weekend, I believe whatever draft capital they got coming in April, it's got to be Lyman, Lyman. Okay. And I'm not saying that they didn't try to address it a little. They addressed it a little bit last offseason, but it was one of those slot sliding in the first bases that I put out there. Kind of like, oh, okay, I'm going to do a little fake hustle. They got to dig deep and get that line fixed. Now, on the Buffalo side, Von Miller, which is not playing in this game, he's been out. He's been out for the year, you know, ruled out over a month ago. But he said, you know what? He snuck in the Bills facility in the locker room. He put a replica of the Vince Lombardi trophy in the middle of the locker room. And he left a note for his guy said, hey, y'all told me y'all willing to do whatever it takes. Two guys on offense, two guys on defense, they went up and probably put about 30, 40 minutes extra in the weight room for that motivate. That's why you overpaid that guy. Vaughn deserved that money. But I said it then, it was that was overpaid, but he deserved it. But that's why you bring a guy, Vaughn. He can't be there. Luckily, if you're going to have three out of five starting offensive linemen out, he's not going to be there. But that championship, they bought him in there to get this team over the hump. He can't do nothing on the field. But by when I saw that, I said, hey, you know what? That's a guy right there. I guarantee you through the week, he's been letting them know, like, hey, get ready. Get ready for the adversity. If so you get down, keep going, keep going. You know, because I do like what Josh Allen said the other day. Like, look, this is about this is beyond about us getting to the playoffs. Like, yes, Bills, we know Bills are here. They're, you know, as long as they got them, they put this nucleus, they're going to be a playoff team. But this is about can we, this is about a championship. Can we win a Super Bowl? Okay. That is going to be a very, very interesting game. Don't we kick that game? Isn't that the first one this weekend? Is that who got the 330 slot tomorrow? I think it is Cincinnati in Buffalo, isn't it? Who is it? No, it's uh, Mr. Perfect, Saturday Perfect. Oh, that's right. It's Jags at Chiefs. Sunshine. And then uh, tomorrow you've got uh, the Giants at Eagles uh, oh. kicking off on Sunday, 2 p.m. Central, uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, Bengals at Bills. Oh, so you, you, got two, you got two classic ones on Sunday, okay? You know, you might just want to go and drop your ties off to church maybe Saturday night. Since the theme of the day is money and religion. I've been saying that. Nothing wrong with that. 
when you capitalize, you riding G thirty G fives, thirty thousand feet in the air though. I'll be seeing. I mean, I'll be seeing T. You know, my dad used to always try to get me to read T D T D J Jake's books, T D Jake's books. I'd be like, all right, dad, I'll read a couple of chapters. Like, either. Even my dad has kind of backed off. I'm like, try to tell you, man, we made this guy. You know, I mean, come on. I'll be seeing on beat. They have beat. I'll be seeing sometimes. Sudden T D be up there. He just be sweating. The lights just beaming, just sweating. You know, come on, come on. But anyway, back to the situation here. Concern if you flip. That's that's something you don't want to hear three out of five. Because even without Von Miller, I think they have a good enough defensive line that can still put some pressure on Barrow. The key to that game is keeping Josh Allen in as much as they can, Cincinnati, in the pocket and limiting him doing the damage with the legs because they haven't proven to anybody that they can get it consistently if they have to a buck 10 buck 20 on the ground speaking of the bills speaking of the bills defense you know jonas let me know something this morning that i couldn't believe leslie frazier who is the defensive coordinator for the bills which i believe will have a heck of a game plan ready for joe barrel uh and jamar chase okay and higgins this guy hasn't got an interview for one Coaching the coaching vacancies that we have, he hasn't got one interview for a head coaching job. Did you is that what you told me? Yeah, when you look at the NFL.com interview hire fire tracker, um, you can see who's all been scheduled, who's already been interviewed, um, where if, if they've even just requested the interview. And I scrolled through all the teams because because it is when we when we got ready for Black Monday or you know. Uh, we looked at the fact of, okay, who could be the names out there? And Leslie Frazier was on that list for a lot of people, a lot of conversations around the, 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 or across the country. Right. But when you look through that list, he's not on there. Uh, you do have, you even have Ken Dorsey on there with the Carolina Panthers. And I understand there's a tie there because he used to be Cam Newton's backup there for a minute. Right. So I can kind of get that, but yeah, that's kind of shocking. No, I, I said I think I said it yesterday, the day before. The team that I have interest in rooting for, if they didn't have Russell Wilson, I'd take Leslie. Okay, I mean hell, after a year after hacking, maybe you take any damn body. But it, it, the truth of the matter is, is that that's that's totally that's that's ludicrous for him not to have at least inter- he. Sh- I've been saying he should have another job, but I, you got the Colts who are in. Inter- First of all, they're interviewing Jeff Saturday. This is a, this is a joke, man. I mean, like what? We had seven, eight games of evidence. He beat the Raiders, man, when they were straight. And after that, I mean, come on, man. You know, you've already had him on payroll for a consultant. <laughs> Jeff was getting two checks, one from Bristol, okay, being on their NFL coverage, NFL Live. And next thing you know, Ursay's doing direct deposits every month because he just wants to have pillow talk with Jeff. You know, man, when Bill was here, when Polian was where I didn't have to worry about this. Jeff, what's wrong? What was, why do we do it? I don't know, Bill. I don't know. I bet you that call. Hey, Jeff, you want to come coach? What, Bill, man? Are you been drinking? No, I'm serious. They're interviewing him. Then the Colts, they're interviewing the Raiders' former intern coach last year. They just, they're interviewing him. So you got guys like this that are getting interviewed, but nobody has interviewed Frazier yet. That's, that's, that's just crazy. I mean, that, that, nobody want to use the brother for the Rooney rule? I mean, nobody just use him for the rub. Or either Leslie's like, hey, man, don't call me unless you're really interested. Because Leslie's been through those interviews. He got a raw deal in Minnesota. He got a raw deal, man. And, and, and again, he I, that's why I think he should have deserved another gig as well, too. And remember, we talked about it yesterday. You know, Byron left, which was the fallout because Tom had a down year. 
you know. But remember, Byron left, which was a hot commodity last year for head coaching. All it took was a divorce and and uh and Tom just whatever and some injuries that just say, oh man, he can't, he ain't no good. Fire his ass. That's the reason why I average 18 points a game. No, it isn't. Giselle took the kids, they moved. That's why that 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 injuries played a part of it. But even if, if Giselle, they would have stayed, if she would have waited for that the season, Tampa could have probably averaged 23, 24 instead of 18. So I give Giselle about four points below the average. She hurt the average by four points, a little bit more than field goal. But I was so disappointed to hear that he hasn't gotten a head coaching job interview. The keys, though, to Buffalo. Look, everybody and mama know you got to do something with Jamar Chase. Okay. Um, you can't let Higgins kill you either. I think the key, they cannot, like, either you got to pick your poison, I think, if this offense is rolling. If they can give Burrow time, these backups, these second stringers, you got to pick your poison. Either you're going to let, you know, Chase go off and live with that, or you're going to have to maybe send some help over the top with him and just let concentrate on Higgins. Because I really don't know if Buffalo has guys in the back end that can really handle Jamar one-on-one. Like, if they can really, like, I think you're still going to have to need some help. And, again, if I believe Buffalo, they, if Joe Mixon goes off in this game, when I'm talking about if Joe Mixon is sniffing, like, around a bill on the ground or whatever, Bills is going, they're going, you know, they'll, they'll people, like, hey, Bills always choke. You know, Ice Cube put in the song, won't choke like the Buffalo Bills. They'll be going home. I believe if Joe Mixon has over 100 yards, Bills are probably going to go home because what that's going to tell you, Josh Allen ain't on the field that much. The digs ain't on the field that much. You know, that's my opinion about that game. When we get back, we'll take a look at that Dallas and 49ers game. Definitely we haven't given much thought and much love and talked to the Phillies and Giants game. We got to touch on that too before we get out of here. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 